0: Back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, movies by Minute's hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock directed thriller North by Northwest. One minute of screen time per episode. My name is Alex Robinson from Star Wars
1: Minute.com. I'm Pete the Retailer from Pete the from Star Wars Minute. Also, dot com. I see I just almost lapsed into my normal thing, but uh, I want to let everybody know that we're from Star Wars Minute.com. .com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And we're here
0: talking about Minute 57 of North by Northwest. That's right. Uh, Minute 57 starts off with uh, Thornton asking Eve uh, if he should murder her. And it ends a minute later with Eve telling Thornton that he has good taste in food Mm. as he moves his mouth down her neck. Mm.
1: So again, this could be a cannibal picture. It could be a vampire picture. We don't know. A cannibal picture. That big genre of film. Is that <laughs> a, know, one of those cannibal pictures? I'm sure there was, a, there was probably a... Maybe that's a... Tra- you know, like how we had you know, asteroid, meteorite uh, movies for a little mm-hmm. while. We yeah. had volcano pictures one summer. Maybe we'll get the uh, cannibal pictures.
0: Yeah. Like I guess there's been a few of them over the years. We could put together like a f- film festival. Ravenous. No parents. Sp-
1: spoilers. Was that one? Uh, was it? Oh, yeah. I get parents confused with... Stepfather. No, well, I was going to say, for some reason I get it... Was it, Meet the Applegates? Oh, they're like bugs or something? Yeah.
0: I like how we start off each episode talking about entirely different films that are not connected to the movies
1: yeah. we are discussing. That one had, um uh, What's his name in it? Terry. Hey, um... Yeah, 57. Um. 57. The, uh... Here's a, you know, uh, granted this could be my, um, here's where granted. we, <laughs> granted, um, this could be my, uh, you know, I, I, I try not to just go on other people's shows and turn everything into Star Wars, but, uh, I really did keep expecting C-3PO to interrupt them in this minute. <laughs> um, because it's, it's pretty much just, uh, you know, it, it, I was, you know, thinking about the similarities between, uh, this scene and Han and Leia on the Falcon, and then uh, just thinking about the the similarities the similar usage uh, of you know in in uh, empire strikes back that's what it was called right the star wars second one um the, the fifth one yeah okay um no the fifth element that was a different show um the uh the, the you know you have they start out kind of on Hoth um and then han and leia have they have, to, they have to spend time on the falcon while they're kind of uh, you know trying to escape the authorities and uh here you start out in New York and then um you know it's different because they don't really necessarily go start out together um mm-hmm. but they're just more like lando uh, she's like lando She's like lando yeah in a you know he he pops up at the end of the week but we'll we'll worry about him later um the uh the the basically just the the kind of uh device you know both in star wars and empire how you you know you can spend time on the falcon between locations um mm-hmm. which is not necessarily i don't know I, i've i've talked to uh to john from alien minute about this does that align with act breaks in star wars um i haven't really broken it down for empire um because mm-hmm. they, they're only only on it once in empire but the uh you know this uh this movie kind of did uh you know it it has you know three main locations and then uh, i like that they they have they spend time on a train rather than just kind of like here's new york and then like you know um the movie that we we're currently covering rogue one has a lot of transit from place to place with a little title card telling you where you are now mm-hmm. uh interesting that this uh you know they they i like it when you can you know have some extra scenes on the mode of transit between um locations
0: like it's in? a good time to sort of catch your breath and get some characterization in.
1: Exactly. It's like a mini bottle episode or something. Yeah. You're stuck in between two locations. But uh, interestingly, in, in in looking that up, I I discovered that they... um, I don't think they shot all the scenes or shots chronologically, but mm-hmm. uh, they did do the locations chronologically. Huh. Um, so they shot all the stuff in New York, then they moved and shot all the stuff in Chicago and the surrounding areas, and then they um um shot the stuff in south dakota although some of the stuff from chicago or well, outside of chicago was actually shot here in california so i don't i don't know oh, what, yeah, i'm
0: guessing all this train stuff was probably
1: shot in california right hmm. i'll have to look that up but uh yeah i don't know i basically so this uh this train is a millennium falcon basically yeah i i would agree with that
0: uh well so it's funny that you mentioned that scene because um I um that scene nowadays gets a lot of flack on the empire strikes back where uh, Han is um very being very uh persistent in his um mm-hmm. yeah his his uh, amorousness so in this one I never get the impression so she says we should stop right before so but is that mm, right is She's saying we should stop. She's not saying stop or don't you know, she's saying like she's almost including herself in the responsibility saying we should stop. Right. So I so I feel like she's kind of like owning up to her participation in the uh in this this little dance that they're doing. Right. She um really doesn't seem like she's trying to make him stop the way at least Leia at least she seemed like she was legitimately was trying to stop him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, again, going back to baby it's cold outside, it's the Yeah. Um, you know, Knowing what's going on, you know, if this when I pictured, "Baby It's Cold When you take "Baby It's Cold Outside" on paper, it does look like, um, you know, that it's, it's it, certainly um, she's being coerced into against her will. Um, but if you kind of, I always pictured more of a scene like this, where you know, um, she, the the female protagonist of that song um, is is kind of more of an active participant but saying kind of voicing her concerns with you know her conscience as as it were but still not you know not actively but you know again uh, she does say please stop although uh, you know five lines earlier she did say you know um he said uh she she was like oh, maybe you're gonna murder me and she said yes please do so mm mm-hmm. I wonder, <laughs> could that be mistaken for, well, well like, like, you know, Mr. Thornhill, why did you kill this woman? Well, I asked her if she wanted me to, and she said yes, so, <laughs> um, not the same, I'm just joking there, that's not a, uh... um, but yeah, it is, uh, interesting to compare, we, we should do a, uh, there's a triad there of, of, uh, Hanalea on the Falcon, and the, uh, Eve and, and Roger on the train, and, the the two unnamed participants of baby it's cold outside.
0: Right. And I guess not surprisingly the empire one is probably the shortest of those right three scenelets because I guess those movies are aimed at children and children don't want to see a 5 minute scene of of grown-ups slowly making out. Right. Um yeah, so they're uh they're uh Maybe I'm just uh, naive, or just not worldly, or whatever. I know those pretty much mean the same thing. But I'm 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 baffled by um, Rogers. Like the way he's holding her head looks so strange. Hmm. Like it. 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 it I don't know. Maybe because I was wondering if if it was um, like a haze code thing where they they said like, well, if they're gonna be this close and like whispering in each other's faces. That we have to make sure they're not feeling each other up. So mm. make sure their hands are visible at all times during this, <laughs> sh- during these shots. Cause it's just so strange that both of their hands are on their heads in a, in a.
1: Right. Well, it's also probably like, if you look at the, you know, figure the, the, the way that they're leaning, you know, uh, when mm-hmm. it's the, when it's shot one way, it's gotta be, you know, it, it makes more sense that he's, She's leaning up against a wall, and he's got her hands. You know, he's kind of putting his hands up, yeah, um, to kind of cradle her head. But then, when you get the reverse shot, they could, you know, you can't shoot through the wall, so there had to be room for the camera. So it's probably an uh-huh. awkward, um, you know, awkward positioning. Yeah. Um, at least from from that that uh, you know the ones where you see where you're more focused on him, you see the back of her head. Um, yeah. It is a little bit weird, but I think I want to say that's because of um, a- angling and positioning, awkward staging. Yeah.
0: Have you he, seen any of those um, Alfred Hitchcock biopics? That's another one that there were two of at the same time. No. The one with, there was one with um, uh, Al- with Anthony Hopkins as Hitchcock, and then right. there was one with the ever, uh, always second banana Toby uh, Jones. Is that that guy's name? The uh-huh. other Truman Capote guy? Oh, Right. Uh, also, isn't he Baron Zemo too, or
1: something? Is <laughs> is he a? Do uh, you think he's like a? He's like the the um what's that the asylum of of uh, Anthony Hopkins <laughs> or whatever.
0: <laughs> Not just Anthony Hopkins, any Anybody, other yeah, They're any like, other f- big famous actor.
1: <laughs> was, didn't he? No, who, weren't there also two? Um, oh no, it was it was on The Crown, and then uh, also. In the in the movie theaters there were uh, Winston Churchill. Oh right, yeah. Um he never did uh, Baron Zemo was never Winston Churchill, was he?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think he has the um the gravitas. He's a little too mm-hmm. uh too like dweeby looking. No yeah. offense to him, but you know he's more of a character. He's got a type. type. Yeah. Um <clears throat> anyway, yeah, especially since they mentioned that the um that the train is unsteady and it does not seem like it is very unsteady. Mm-hmm. There's another reason why it make make you think that they're just sitting in a uh, you know a uh, studio in, you know uh, Hollywood there, right? Although I, I do like the line where like, she also has funny lines too, which is mm-hmm. always makes this scene good. Where he says, "Oh, the train's a little unsteady," and then she says, "Who isn't?" Right. That was another uh, <laughs> another good line. So they're both uh, both pretty witty.
1: Uh, well, going back to the script for a second, the screenplay, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is. I'm not going to play it. Um, on here, but uh after uh at the beginning of this minute, um is this where, it, where um she says uh this his first he says beat flying doesn't it right? What was it the beginning of this? I think so. But yeah right before she says we should stop. He says beat flying, doesn't it? Um and I I don't think this is actually in the in the film, but in the script. Um he says what's happening to us? and she says we're just strangers on a train <laughs> which is a funny like wink speaking of you know breaking the fourth wall yeah that's <laughs> weird she should like totally look and that uh, they should reverse that and he should have that should have been a groucho line like what's happening to us like i oh, would just strangers on a train wink
0: they could have done a whole they could have done a whole run of of hitchcock puns
1: <laughs> yeah really As the train's unstable yes i think i'm feeling some vertigo oh that's for the birds <laughs> Um. Yeah, for all I know, you could be some kind of psycho who's about to go into a frenzy. (laughs) Um. The uh the um. Brenda. Oh, so the kind of continuing with the Star Wars connection here. Hmm. Why are there so many songs about that? (laughs) Um. (coughs) I know. I mentioned I had a uh, a note about orchestration. Mm-hmm. And this was a surprise to me. I did my uh um my little uh, um comparison thing and trying to find a shared DNA, you know, as we like to do um between um Star Wars and um North by Northwest. Did any any of this actors or casted crew et cetera, did anybody work on on both of these movies? Uh for the entire Star Wars saga and North by Northwest. There's one connection, and uh, it is one that surprised me because it's a name that I know, um, not from, but I don't associate it with Star Wars or North by Northwest. Oh, Anthony Chicago? Daniels plays uh, <laughs> Cary Grant. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, um, Alexander Courage. Hmm, that's an awesome name. It is Alexander Courage, um, who um famously did the um the star trek theme the original star trek theme is alexander courage um and that's that's where i mainly know him from um you know he's a he's in my head in my mind um you know oh it's the star trek guy and i could not you know name oh did he do yeah um i couldn't name any other
0: um courage productions
1: yeah anything else that he worked on um i don't know I, you know it's not like um i'm sure there's a lot of stuff that uh that he did i don't know his uh that'd be an interesting biography to read maybe because it it, it now upon looking him up just ton tons of tons of work um wait a, minute, and, wait a minute wait a
0: minute are you trying to tell me the guy who wrote the star trek theme song also played in the uh oh that he'd been north by northwest he was not star wars well, wait. Here's he, the, was he, Wars he was in Star also? Wars two. He was in Star Wars two.
1: No, um, the um, the the connection here is that so he was he wrote, you know, did the music for Star Trek, and then both. So in uh, on North by Northwest, uh, he was uh, orchestrator uncredited. So hmm. he did some of the music orchestration. You know, it seems like he didn't compose the music You just did the orchestra I'm not sure what the um fine line there is I'm sure some of the more studious uh music C-Tan
0: in here to answer that
1: yeah um <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah so uh, uncredited orchestrator um for North by Northwest and then on uh, Star Wars the motion picture 1977 Alexander Courage additional orchestrator uncredited
0: Oh, man, that's depressing. And uh, if uh, if you look... After 20 years, he's still
1: doing uncredited orchestration? I mean, uh, like... uh, If you look into, you know... uh, Some of the stuff from the 2000s, he's still doing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone orchestrator uncredited. Oh, man, that's, like, sad. Um, Yeah, it seems, again, like he should be this is, is a more interesting character that I, I alexander courage i want to know more about him i want a biography about him i want to find like what's the deal with him because there's a bunch of stuff that he's orchestrator there's a bunch of stuff that he's uncredited orchestrator what is an orchestrator um you know going, i
0: don't get any credit
1: <laughs> going back to the 19th you know he, he was in his first credits in 1948 49 like the 1949 version of Little Women. God, this um, poor slob. And, uh, you know, all kinds, of, Singing in the Rain, Orchestrator, Uncredited, like, like so many um, big, famous movies. Um, and he's this either uncredited or, or, you know, credited as an orchestrator, but not, you know, you don't know what that, like I wouldn't associate him with any of these movies. And yet, right. you know, here you are, you know, My Fair Lady, and and uh, it's, it's incredible, Planet of the Apes. You know, like it, it's like, well, okay, what what's this guy's deal? I want to know. Somebody, yeah. somebody, tell me more about Alexander Courage. Yeah, it, maybe it's a. I don't know.
0: It's it's almost it's almost sad that he has such a um a awesome name and yet such an un un uh you know and it's not that he did bad he clearly was a working guy but it just seems like it, i don't know maybe it's just not that kind of uh, that kind of mobility in the orchestrating world yeah uh, I, according I to the wikipedia orchestration is the assignment of different instruments to play the different parts of a musical work hmm for example, a so- work for a solo piano could be adapted and orchestrated so that an orchestra could perform the piece or a concert band piece could be orchestrated for a sym- symphony orchestra. Hmm. So I guess that means he's kind of like translating whatever the main composer's stuff into... stuff for the... I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, it does it does seem like after a certain amount of time doing that, you should be able to graduate to full, full-blown... Uh, full-blown orchestra, orchestra conductor. He never got the baton.
1: Yeah, it seemed, I mean, he did some, which is interesting. I'm, I'm reading, mm-hmm. Uh looks like he frequently worked as an orchestrator on scores composed by Jerry Goldsmith. He was also an award-winning photographer whose photos appear in such popular magazines as Life and Collier's. Hmm, among, yeah, so
0: maybe this music
1: thing was just a hobby for him. Among the founders of the composers and Lyricists Guild of America, the union that represented composers and songwriters in Hollywood during the 50s, 60s, and 70s.
0: <clears throat> oh okay so so still so he he's he's more complex than than i was giving him
1: credit for i guess he's so. not
0: just he doesn't define himself just by his orchestrating career
1: good for him yeah um courage although here courage <laughs> um uh, here despite being associated with star trek and various other things he's uh he says, "I have to confess." He's a personal quote. I have to confess to the world that I am not a science fiction fan. Never have been. I think it's just marvelous malarkey. So you write some, you hope marvelous malarkey music that goes with it. Hmm. But boy, yeah, uh, but him and
0: Martin Scorsese would. Uh, oh, there you go. Should, should team up for a grouch grouch
1: festival. <laughs> um, and sadly, uh, Mr. Courage, <clears throat> no longer with us. Hmm. May two thousand eight, he passed away. Hmm so goodbye funny man um all right
0: well that's Uh, oh i have one last question well because i can save it for tomorrow i'll postpone it for tomorrow that's all i have for for minute 57
1: okay um i think that's all i had too all right then um
0: let's close this out then by saying um hey guys, if you uh want to hear more Hitchcock Minutes, you can go to you can find it on Apple Podcasts and Google Play or by going to HitchcockMinute.com. That's easy enough to remember. And um, if you're on Facebook, you can go to The Man on Washington's Nose. It's a uh, group to talk about the show. Uh and um you can tell us more about Alexander and his courage. Uh and you can follow uh the show on Twitter at Hitchcock Minute. Uh, and also, you can follow us, me, and Pete on Twitter. Uh, I'm A Rob Twit, and Pete is at Pete the Retailer. I guess mine is at A Rob Twit. And he's at Pete the Retailer. And you can follow our show at Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Also on Twitter. And we'll be back next time for the Hitchcock Minute. Hitchcock Minute. where you are